in the studio with Big. I was in the studio with Pac, Snoop, Puff, Shug, and Tupac would grab a pen and paper, and he would just start writing. And he would stop and say, all right, let me get in the booth. And it would take him like one or two takes. And it would be like the sh- And then Biggie was doing that sh- with the no pen, no paper, and just put the sh- in his head somewhere and then go, I'm ready. And rap timeless verses, and they was the f***ing best. Biggie's the king of hip-hop. Big to this day is like my favorite rapper. I don't think no one could get better. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't think no one has like the sick style. And they got a double CD that went diamond. A rap artist went diamond at 24. Somebody going diamond from the streets. 10 million, that's what Adele did. Biggie was a great lyricist. He could tell a story and make it sound like he talking just like me and you. And I used to think like, how do these words go together so smooth like they were meant to be said this way? And that's the way Big he painted that picture in your head. Tupac was my favorite artist as a kid. I thought Pac was like harder than all the other rappers because he would say that they were scared to say. And Pac was, I think, so secure in who he was. He was like, I'm talking about what's real. I don't feel less of a street or less of a thug because I'm saying, you know, keep your head up or making records like Dear Mama. To me, I was like young when them songs came out, but they caught me early. Tupac, he made you feel everything he was saying. No matter what he was saying, he had the feeling. He made you feel it in your chest. I saw a scholar in Pac. I saw a human rights activist in Pac, a great record maker, hip hopper to his core. Could you imagine Pac in the Black Lives Matter era, in the Trump era, and the stuff that he could have said and the sort of leader that he could have been? To lose the two of them the way we did, it's just so tragic and so sad and so horrifying and so wrong. And you just, you hope you pray that, you know, future battles don't have anything like that. When Tupac got shot and we were, we were watching TV and it was like something came on, it was like, oh, you thought Tupac was invincible, like, honestly. Like, he was definitely a superhero. Like, he can't die. Maybe I thought, like, everybody else, when Pac got shot before, he'd be, he'd get out of it, <laughs> you know? And uh, when I found out he died, I was like, damn, this is crazy, you know? Like, then, you know, then Biggie died. I remember, like, I was, I was actually still sleeping, and I rolled over, and I was like, I don't know why my fucking TV was on News 1. It was like, it was gunned down, and I was like, no. Biggie's death hit me hard. It hit a lot of us hard. It was like, you know, it was a real friend. You know, somebody that you got tight with, you bonded with. And, and also just uh, didn't deserve it. It was like, the f***? My first time seeing, like, Pac got killed, that was Tupac. I was like, Bob Marley is somebody getting killed. Or John Lennon. And then Big got killed. And I was like, the Twin Towers, the, when the second one dropped. The first one went down, and it was fucked up. And then the second one dropped, and it was like, damn. It kind of changed just the thought process. It made people feel like that's how beef's supposed to end now. Like, now I got a kid. I think the world grew gas on the fire. Like, people wanted to hear Pop respond. People wanted to hear what Biggie would say after that. Like. People just like bullshit. Imagine they're still alive. You think they would have? You think they'll still be Migos featuring Tupac. That'll be hard. 
Biggie and Jay-Z or Tupac and Jay-Z, some type of stuff like that. That's what I think about. When you look at hip-hop, and you say that era like a big and Tupac, that's the first time you actually got to see how powerful we realized we were. Because Pac said big, and he had a whole coast hating a whole nother coast. And Big never even said Tupac. But he still had a whole coast hating the other coast. And that's the first time hip-hop we got to realize how powerful we are. And we got to watch our words. If you the one that's rapping, why the f*** are you going to go get into a shootout? needs to respond because like the street's waiting on you to respond you're gonna have to respond no you're not gonna have to respond why are you gonna beef with a whole nother a little bit of hate mixed with a little bit of my mouth don't say shit about me let this go bro if you want some beef here's my number call me i hate beef you know what i mean but at the end of the day like i'm beefing with r kelly like r kelly did some whole shit. i called him out Go listen to T.I. Paper Trail album. Tell me what you think, man. You ain't missing nothing, T.I. Paper Trail. Salute, Whitney Houston. The R. Kelly plagiarized drumming board. If he admits to it, cool. You know what I mean? If not, I had Lil Beef. It was like on some rapping stuff, too, and I stood my ground. The reason behind it... Little bit of hate mixed with a little bit of mixed with a little bit of my mouth. We actually fought and you know we handled the damn thing. It's funny to me to watch internet beef, to watch two grown ass men have a war of words on their phones. That's hilarious. We paid attention to it, but we don't like. I don't know. I that, that's like somebody made a hate song about us. I will leave it alone. You're gonna have to respond. No, you're not gonna have to respond. You leave that person alone. You just leave that person alone. Because as soon as you respond to it, then your fan base goes to it, and that's how the views go. We laugh at people that try to have beef with us because we're focused on our music. We just got that tunnel vision. Literally. Like this, we don't see nothing that's outside the tunnel like this. Like, for real, like, we're focused on working on our craft and becoming the best that we can be. Yeah. And that's it. Our image. You know, you got to be positive for the kids and stuff, but... You're not about to battle somebody because you're mad. Yeah, I'm not about to battle nobody. I know I'm not battling nobody. I'm not going to rap beef with anybody. But it's just more so me, like, not respecting it in real life. And then on social media, I'm just going to block you. I, I really feel like that's corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're in this music industry together to make music. You know what I'm saying? Why are you going beefing with a whole nother n***? You know what I'm saying? Like... Let the go. We're entertainers. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. I don't do nothing. Like I don't battle rap. I ain't shooting no lines at nobody. So I was like, don't say shit about me. If those type of situations came my way, then I'm going to address it off the mic. It's probably going to not be a rap beef. It's going to be some other So I would go to defuse it or to handle it without... Let my homeboy handle it, because he's not really going to talk to you. Uh, a lot of motherfuckers get greedy. A lot of people don't want to see you win. A lot of folks, we do a lot of bullshit to make sure you don't win. But the main way to do that, keep your eye on the prize, and can't worry about the haters. Stay in your lane, for real.
I think people let pride play a big factor in a lot of stuff, though. Like, say, Black Youngster and Young Dolph. Like, if Youngster makes a song about Dolph, Dolph feels like he needs to respond because, like, the street's waiting on you to respond, which they are. All that beef all that, all that, you know, Twitter talking, all that tough shit. I'm gonna pull up to your show. No, I'm gonna pull up to your show. No, I'm gonna pull up to your show. You on Twitter doing all this bullshit. Like, for what? Because you want some retweets? Bro, if you want some beef, here's my number. Call me. For real. I'm not gonna risk everything that I've built for somebody who doesn't know me and somebody who won't care if I die or somebody that won't help take care of my family if something happens to me. Like, 